everybody. Welcome to Listen Money Matters. Your future won't build itself. My name is Matt, and I'm here, as always, with Andrew. Andrew, how are you, bud? What are you drinking? Uh, what are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I have to use it again. I'm very good. I'm very good. Okay. In fact, I am blueberry soda good. You're drinking a blueberry soda? Yeah, it's... Uh, so that's actually, not, it's not beer. No, it's not beer. It's but soda. it's from Main Root. Is it all natural, that kind of thing? Yeah, actually. Uh, and it's caffeine-free. It's it's all fancy and hipster-like, yeah. handcrafted, mm. um, and it's delicious. All right. I am drinking uh, Eliasin Super Fuzz Blood Orange Pale Ale. Oh, I love blood orange. I do, too. But I'm not a fan of, of fruit in beer, but hold on. Oh, wow. Wow. That is... <laughs> no, I just keep making that noise. Yum, yum, yum. It's like bitter. I mean, we, I, oh, it's like a grapefruit type of flavor. Huh. It's pretty good. It's, it's actually really like summery. I could drink that in the summer. I like I like the picture because it's like the, the sun with like... Well, no, it like looks, has a fro. Yeah, something. it looks like uh, Jimi Hendrix. It has a Jimi Hendrix feel to it. Huh. Uh, so... All right. Uh, if you guys got questions, <laughs> send an email to listenmoneymatters at gmail.com. Get that out of the way. Also, all our, money stuff. Yeah, all just, money just, stuff. Yeah, whatever. Uh, beer recommendations. <laughs> whatever you got. Send, send us an email. Beer recommendations. How about just beer? Send us beer. <laughs> <laughs> Through email, if you don't mind. Um, yeah. And, of course, uh, you can send your submissions for submissions for catchphrases at the beginning of the show. Today's catchphrase is your future won't build itself and that's by our friend Daniel Merrill at the Duke Daniels. His Twitter handle and our Twitter handle is at Money Matters Man. That's where you send those catchphrases to. And today we're going to talk about perfect being the enemy of good. Did I get that right? Perfect is the enemy of good. Perfect is the enemy of good. Grammar, damn it. Yeah, right. Uh, so <laughs> you you came up with this idea. Yeah. Why? What was what was the thing that triggered this for you? Um, so it's something, I mean, it's not like we came up with this phrase or I came up with the phrase or whatever. It's something that's been said a while and then I kind of stuck to it. But the reason it surfaced is because, uh, we're now at this point, uh, I get like, I'm really lucky that I get a ton of emails from awesome people with mm -hmm. their situations, whatever. And one thing that I found to be a common problem and I'm actually not really sure I've mentioned it like this in okay. the emails, but I've been dwelling on it, is that people are focusing on optimizing like the smallest things. And they're just they're focusing on things that are almost inconsequential, so small. And because so much time is spent here, they're missing the bigger picture. And I'd say like if you could give it an example of yeah. – with like say listen money matters like what we're trying to do okay um you know we have this animated video that we're working on and uh we i've kind of teased it to a bunch of people uh we're trying to make this thing like to be the the most perfect thing ever and yeah. the only thing that we've done is not release a video yeah it's not you know? yeah and, and and if you think to the podcast like i, I think anyone who listens can tell you that you know, it's pretty good. Most of the episodes have things that are, you know, knowledge bombs or whatever, but uh, it is definitely far from perfect. Yeah. 
But if we waited and tried to make it all perfect, we'd definitely not be able to do a daily podcast. Nothing might even get out the door. Yeah, it's this challenge of uh, shipping, right? Yeah. So uh, you look at this. This goes for a lot of stuff in the entrepreneurial world for sure. So uh, you know, trying to get something to be incredibly perfect before you release it because your name's on it, and you're not, you know you don't want it to go out there because you want it to be the absolute best and perfect thing it could be. You want this perfect product or service or whatever and then it never gets released because you're just sitting there trying to make it perfect i can i can tell you and and i know i know there's some parallels to money for sure Mm -hmm. but this reminds me of when i was working at um my i was working for a company Mm. and i was a part of the software They, they it was a it was a regular company and i was the marketing director and then my boss wanted to build software to run his business, mm-hmm. and then he uh, he built the software with a couple of guys, and then he wanted to create a business to sell that software to other companies like his, mm-hmm. right? So we'd started this company, and I was the guy in charge of designing and marketing the, the product, and we had a guy that was a coder, and there was only four of us in the company. And what happened was we would, you know, we'd, we'd build the product, we'd present it to, you know, everybody at the table, and then something would come up. Oh, you know what? It needs this thing. It needs to be able to track, you know, inventory. Feature creep. Right. So I go, uh, okay, does it? And my, my whole thing was, does it have to track inventory right now? Does it have to? Oh, absolutely it has to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we could release it right now, and, and maybe people don't want that. Maybe we, you know, we don't know what the people want until we get it out. Oh, so this, this is within the company. It's oh, yeah. not like a client. That's... No, 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 no. This is within the company. Oh, oh. So what happened, what kept happening for, for years, and, and, mm. I, and I think it might be still happening, and I'm not with the company anymore, but this idea that, no, it needs this, and it, oh, we can't release it until it absolutely works. It's perfect. And, mm. and that idea to strive for perfection it just kept pushing back the ship date, and it never got shipped. And I and I ended up leaving the company because I said I don't want to work on this project. We're never going to re- launch it out to the world. Like, what are we? What are we doing? Mm. We, you know. And there's something in uh in the startup community called the minimum viable product, which mm. is the absolute bare bones version of something that you release out, get people working on it, and start see getting if it feed- resonates. Yeah, start like- getting feedback from it, and and see if you know people need it or want it. I mean, you look at something like Twitter that now has a bunch of features, but when it first started, it was pretty goddamn bare bones. Mm. It was nothing, right? And, yeah. And this... I hashtags. Think, they they didn't want to implement hashtags. They Well, they hashtags was, was created by the people. It wasn't even yeah. created, but Twitter never came up with that idea. The people just started doing it, and they said, okay, I guess this is something we should add into our software because and people... They would have never known if they didn't put it, you know. Right. That's something that you don't... I mean, and there's a book called The Lean Startup by Eric Reese. Have you read that? Uh, no, but I've heard so much about it. Like, I really should read it. But. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, yeah, it's, I've read it. I have it. It's very good. Uh, and it started it, this whole minimum viable he the product. One, he's the one that yeah, coined he's that. A, yeah, the yeah. lean startup, it's called. Yeah, and he's he started this whole lean startup move, movement, which is just get it out there. Just do the very bare bones. Get it out. See what happens. Put it out in the real world. Get feedback on it improve as you go I was going to say like and I think that that last piece is huge like you could sit there trying to make a perfect but I'm sorry like you're one person and like you may have like a great vision but you don't know the answers and like once we open the floodgates to listeners you know 
contacting us, asking for help, whatever, yeah. or just suggesting ideas like now we're able to actually give them what they want. And it turned out that we were going in a direction that might not have been really where they wanted us to go. So, Well, in, in terms of the podcast, we just started it. You know, we got on the mic, we put hit record, and just whatever came out, came out. Yeah. And that's how it started. And then it's obviously evolved from there, and involving the listeners has has more than helped us create this podcast and has helped us evolve. And this goes with anything in personal finance. Nothing ever gets accomplished if you never get started. So I, I have an, an example because I was thinking mm-hmm. – um, what? Because it, it, it evaded me. What were some of these situations were where people were focusing on such small things to reach ultimate perfection, right. And missing the big picture. And and one of the most common things is uh, like the structuring of checking accounts and savings accounts because of unique benefits that each account may give. Give me an example. So um, maybe their credit union gives, uh, you know, there, there's no fee, no minimum balance okay, or something, right? You know, but their Wells Fargo account gives them a discount on their mortgage of like 05 percent or something, mm-hmm. and then they have the card for no ATM fees, mm-hmm. and then they have uh, the the other one that gives another benefit, and these are these are real things, and it's not like they're they're pulling benefits out of the air. Like each card, when you look at it, and they they send me the email, it's actually. It does make sense. Like, oh, yeah, well, you're going to save 0.5% on your mortgage, whatever. But I think – so – and I'll give you a perfect example of, like, how, like, these things can be deceptively time-consuming. So we're, we're going to podcast movement in, like, a few days. Yeah, uh, and conference uh, for podcasters, right. yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I bought the tickets because it made sense for one of us to court, you know, just, just plan do it. All, and, yeah. yeah, just do it all. Like, instead of us, like, being on the phone and trying to, you know, okay, hit go now. Like, so I, I did it. And I was kind of excited because I was going to get credit card points for it, uh-huh. cash back, uh-huh. 2%. So, um, and then if everyone listening, they heard I, I kind of dug myself into a little debt hole, you know, stuff yeah. like that didn't help, but I was excited to do it because I was going to get 2% cash back. The, the, the actual cash back that I will get, and I will not get it now. I'm probably going to get it in like two or three months when I have enough points will amount to roughly $12. Mm. So I gained $12. I well, now didn't gain anything. You I mean, saved 12 bucks. Yeah, exactly. I saved 12. I mean, I gained it off of your portion because then you paid me back. So I gained 12 bucks off of you, I guess is the point. Mm-hmm. But now I have to flow with this debt and I'm already in a kind of perilous situation. So I, I put m- more trouble on myself and whatever for 12 bucks. And I realized that um, when you attach a number to it, like then you realize that it's because these people, they're focusing on these $5, these you know, twelve dollars optimizing it, but then it's like, I'm I'm looking at it, I'm like, dude, but you have yet to invest your money, like you have not started yet. So you spend all this time and you have built the picture perfect checking account, blah 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 setup with your credit cards, whatever. But dude, the real way you're going to build wealth is not by collecting dollars shaved off of Starbucks coffees you bought through cash back. It's going to be through investing. And I think it's because they're trying, they're focusing so hard on this thing, they're, they're not they're trying moving to, on. Right. They're trying to t- make their 
entire money workflow optimal. They're trying to make it perfect and optimal. Instead, when, they could make it optimal over like five years or yeah, something. Yeah, or even a couple months. Yeah. You know, I, I definitely, and that, you know what? I can, I can resonate with that though. Because that's, for the longest time, I didn't invest because I, I wasn't sure. I didn't know what to invest in. Uh, what's the right, I, I researched different, uh, you know, funds or no, not, no no not even that i started with just like do i want to be with share builder do i want to be with e-trade do i want to be with uh, all these different companies and at the time i didn't know what betterment was and i just didn't know and i just kept doing all this research and 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 looking at you know testing them all out testing off the different platforms and and going on reddit asking for reviews all these any anything i could find i just collected information because i wanted it to be right if i was going to do it i'm going to do it right yeah and it turns out I never did it because I just spent so much time trying to make it right that I actually never went and, and did it. Dude, which sucked. I and, see that. That's that's every email. I mean, that's that's a lot of emails we get. So I mean, what's the? How do you how do you overcome that as a thing? How do you overcome this this quest for perfection in order to get started with anything? Because it, yes, it has to do with money. It also has to do with just things in your life. You know, I, I will get. Things, yeah. You know what? I'm going to give you another example, a personal example. Uh, I started brewing my own beer a long mm-hmm. time ago. Well, I wanted to. So I saw, I think I saw something on TV and I, and I said, uh, hey, it would be cool to brew my own beer. You know, I, I would love to do that. So what I did was I went out and I bought everything. I bought like multiple carboys and a lot of these terms are probably not going to make any sense. Uh, if you don't brew beer, uh, multiple carboys. I got the the cleaning kit. I got the buckets. I got the bottles. I got the caps. I got the sugar. I got the all the ingredients. I got the sticks. I got the kettle. I mean, I bought everything, everything, mm-hmm. and I had not brewed a beer yet. But I wanted my brewing setup to be perfect before I brew my first beer. First time I brew a beer in my parents' kitchen, pot boils over. <laughs> friggin wart and shit everywhere just, uh, just, dude, just destroyed the kitchen and <laughs> and therefore de- kind of destroyed the batch like i was i, I finished it but i was just I was it's, like, it's like very sciencey the way you have to approach brewing so. right but i spent all this time doing it and i made up ended up making like one thing and then i just didn't like i didn't continue after it because i was so like it i had all this, yeah i was burned, literally so it this idea that I was trying to build the perfect brew system and I hadn't even brewed a single beer yet. So recently I took the approach of the minimum viable product and I said, you know what, I'm gonna brew a beer, but I'm not gonna buy anything. I'm not gonna I'm gonna use what I have and see where I can get like see where I need stuff and, and as I go through the process, I will buy what I need. So instead of you know, buying everything up front. Like I bought the bottle caps and the priming sugar and the bottles before I even had, before I was even ready to bottle a beer, before I didn't even boiled anything or put mm-hmm. any hops into anything. I had everything like, you know, primed up, ready to go. And this time around I said, okay, so I, I got a simple pot. I only did one gallon. I bought exactly the ingredients I needed. I had a few ingredients in my fridge already and I just boiled it. I just did it. 
and I didn't spend a lot of time figuring any. I, you know, I used to. Uh, I had a, I bought like a notebook, even like a, a specific Inch brewer's logbook to right. write down, uh, you know, all the the gravity readings and times and recipes and all that. This time I didn't write down anything. I just just did it, and I got through it. And now I said, okay, now I have this this one gallon batch of brew ready to go, mm. and now I need to bottle it. So I'm like, all right. What do I? What What are the the minimum amount of things I need to bottle? I need a tube. I need a siphon, which I already had, and I went out and just bought those things. Mm. And now I'm going to bottle a beer. So I, as I went through the process, I picked up the things that I needed along the way, rather than you know front loading all that cost up, you know, and then doing the thing, and then realizing maybe at the end that it wasn't for me. That that's very similar to. Uh, Tim Ferriss's concept of like JIT, just in time, or I'm sorry, Jill, uh, I forget the acronym, just in time learning, I guess Mm -hmm. is JILT, JILT, or something like that, Mm -hmm. or maybe it's like JIT learning, or whatever, whatever he calls it, you know, but it's to say, you know, it's, you only worry about the things that are immediately in front of you, because you, like you said, you could buy all of the components, you could first research every recipe out there, learn every type of hop, but until you start, I mean, you, you don't know what issues you're going to run into, and, and all that knowledge doesn't matter yet. And uh, I really thought, when, when you were mentioning, because that happened a lot with listeners, the whole, should I get share build or this? And we've had a lot of requests from people. They want us to do like a whole thing on the best uh, brokerage sites. Uh, you mean like share builder and for, yeah share builder versus Schwab and whatever yeah, and yeah. you know and I I think like yeah you know like that could be interesting and you know we could dig in but honestly like it doesn't fucking matter the difference between Schwab and E Trade because from ninety percent of the people's perspective there is no difference maybe, maybe the difference is fifty cents on a transaction fee or some have features that are needed some have are some are you know better but interface they're going to be like advanced features and shit and you can you always know? move. Exactly, and that's the thing. Like, you, and just because you have you bought Apple through Schwab, it, Schwab doesn't own Apple. You do. They're yeah. just like the vehicle yeah. that is allowing you to make the purchase. They're just a tool. And then you know what happens is like this whole debate. Well, I don't want to sign up for Schwab because then if I sign up and not for E Trade, then it's gonna what you know. But then what happens is because this whole argument, you actually don't do anything, and maybe you waste a month, two months, whatever, uh, and those are gains that you're not getting. Mm-hmm. The, just yeah, you're they, losing you, dividends. You're there's yeah, there's no reason to you know wait and I, yeah, I don't know. I, I'll tell you what. You want to make it simple. Mm. Uh, I I used ShareBuilder, and the reason I used ShareBuilder was when I when I was doing the research because I did all this. Uh, I, I I compared them all just a long time ago, like way back, way back when I bought Sirius Satellite Radio. Uh, ShareBuilder had the cheapest trading fees. And that's all I cared about. And the interface is okay. It's whatever. Simple, but it's not like you're. You don't need anything. You don't need all that crap. Uh, if you want to, if you're not into buying individual stocks, and you just want to buy funds, go with Vanguard. If you yeah. want, if you want to be super easy, go with Betterment, of course. That's what you I want did. fancy. If you bought, you know, uh, whatever yeah. Apple, and you want fancy graphs and shit, uh, Google Finance is free. Yeah. You know, the date you purchased it, how much you purchased it, uh, you know, use that. You can build a whole portfolio through there. It's going to be better than any of the tools out there. Like Right. Just do, just start, just pick one. Pick one and go. Pick one and go. doesn't matter. You can always move. 
It, it, there's, you're not tied down to anything. It doesn't have to be perfect. Uh, investing is one of them. Debt is another one. You know? Yeah. Uh, you, you don't even need a tool. Just fucking pay a credit card. <laughs> Just like put your money, you know, pick one of the, pick the credit card with the highest interest rate and just pay it off. Just go, you know, pay the minimums and all the rest, whatever you got to do. But you're, if you're trying to set it up and build a spreadsheet and all this stuff, and that's great, you can do that, but you can do that after you've paid your first bill and you can slowly build it up. You know, you don't have to sit down and, and it may, look, if it takes you an hour or two, fine. And you want to do that, that's great. But don't kill yourself and trying to find the, per, you know, and, 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 and don't let it make you procrastinate. You know, mm. one of the things that, and this just has nothing really to do with procrast. Well, see, I think it has to do with procrastination for sure. I don't think it has to it's do with. It's an excuse to not do something. So my dad, who listens mm-hmm. to the show, has, he goes, oh, can you help me with Betterment? Can you help me set up my Betterment account? No. Do it. Do it right now. Go And then do ask it. for help if, you're, if, if you have an issue. You if know? you have an issue, ask me. Otherwise, just do it. Because mm-hmm. every day you don't do it is a day that you're not putting money into the stock market, is a day you're not collecting money off of dividends, is a day that your cash is sitting in the bank and actually losing money. Mm. You know? So don't don't wait for me because that's just an excuse not to do it. You know? I don't... Look, and I said to him, Betterment is the easiest thing to ever. Like, it's just... Like, the whole reason I like it is because it's... It's like two steps. And, and even so, so is ShareBuilder. So is all of these. They're super easy. And if you have a problem... Pick up the phone, call them. No they matter have like what live company, chat and everything. There's, there's, they'll talk you, to you for hours. They'll, yeah, they'll, you don't need your friend to help. You don't even need to listen to us to, for us. You don't even. You don't need to wait for our episode on the best trading platform. Just pick one and do it. Pick one that you like, or that you think would. You know, if you think the word Schwab is cool as a cool name, okay, cool Schwab, do it. Maybe you like the baby commercials. Maybe you like, like the baby commercials. Go with e Trade. Yeah, yeah. If you like the if you like Share Builder because you have a Capital One three sixty account that used to be owned by them. Then go with that, and they have the cheapest trading fees that I know of right now. So go Dude, with them. It I traded matter. with Fidelity because my four hundred one k was with or them. Fidelity, yeah. And I, I didn't even look at the transaction fees; it never factored in. I'm not going to make my life more difficult over a dollar that I'll spend every arbitrary amount of time. Don't wait for the perfect situation either. Okay, mm. this is another one. So don't wait until you get your raise. You know, you're getting a raise at work. Oh, before I, you know, I'm going to wait till I get my raise, and then I'll invest in my four. No, don't do that. Just fucking do it. If you're going to – and what if it never comes? What if, and what if that day never happens? You know, what yeah. if, hey, I'm um, getting a raise, and you talk to your boss, and he goes, oh, well, uh, yeah, it'll be in your check in two weeks. And then it's not in your check in two weeks, and you just wasted two weeks of not collecting or, or investing in anything or, or even, like, paying off debt or doing something to better yourself every day that you procrastinate because you're waiting for the optimal time to do it or you're waiting for the optimal uh, perfect situation or you're waiting to for your account to be set up with with, mm. with Ally or, or Vanguard or whatever the case may be. Like start doing something right now and don't wait for the perfect opportunity to do it because that perfect opportunity will probably never come. And if it does come, it'll be later than it is now. And, and you know what? Maybe if you're trying to find the perfect timing to market, you can't tell the future. Yeah. What if yesterday was the perfect time? Yeah, you didn't know. And the next right? day, but you were day, waiting for the perfect time. But you're only gonna be able to tell it was perfect in hindsight. Yeah, and we and we're gonna do an episode on this. But you know, yeah, that's exactly. But there's so many things that yeah, I think that perfect is the enemy of of good. Right? Is that what you said? Yeah, perfect is the enemy of good because the thing is, like, you could either do nothing. Uh huh. 
and which is shitty, or you just do something and be good, and then slowly refine it over time. Like you know, here here I am sitting on this mic. I fucked up so much with my finances and just messing around. And when I started, I didn't know. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of our people were listening. They're like young. They're starting early. I wish I even. But you just gotta get out there and just try it, because what what's probably gonna happen is no one in the audience will take everything we say as gospel. You know, they'll they'll listen. They'll they'll agree. Maybe they'll agree ninety five percent. I even doubt that's possible. And then they'll take five percent from someone else, and they'll have their own custom strategy they built in their head based on shit they learned everywhere, right? Mm. But the only way you could achieve that because your strategy is not equal or better, worse than mine, is just by going out and iterating. Yeah, and to go back on the podcast analogy, mm. uh, when we first started, you had a shitty mic, and I had a good mic. Yeah. Right? But that didn't stop. We didn't say, okay, well, and you had shitty headphones. And we didn't say, uh, okay, well, before we actually get our first podcast off the ground, Andrew, you need to invest in some My you know, room was mic. echoey. Your room was an echoey mess. And yes. there were so many things wrong, and I was aware of them. Like, I knew that they existed, but I wasn't going to sit around and wait for you to, like, buy all those things and sit down and hook it all up and figure it all out. We did that, what, what six months into the podcast? Uh, we were yeah, like, I think hey. we were 40, 50 episodes in, we started <laughs> right. doing that stuff. Like, literally, we're like, you know, I think this would be cool. We just hit record on Skype, and we just started. Yeah. And didn't edit, whatever. No. I mean, minimal. You did like some adding in the music. And- yeah, and the first uh, iteration of the podcast was all done on GarageBand. It wasn't even done on. I'm using a very a m- much more expensive program now to do the editing. But beforehand, mm. I was just doing it on GarageBand. It was cheap. I, it was free. Actually, you, you want to you know. hear shitty, cheap, <laughs> free, uh, fly by the seat of your pants? Listen to our first episode. Yeah. I mean, the first episode, I think it's not even a topic. It's like we have a podcast. We're yeah. so cool, and we got know? it out. The point was. We, we, we should. And, but we learned. Yeah. You know, yeah. It took, maybe it took us 100, 100 episodes to, you know. So if you're sitting there right now and you're listening to this podcast, which I, you'd, you'd have to be to hear me say this, <laughs> and you're, could be in their dreams. And you're still in the process of doing something before you do the thing that you, the goal that you want to achieve, mm-hmm. skip all that shit and just achieve the goal and then worry about all the stuff. You know, to make it perfect after the fact. So, for instance, if you're waiting for money to come into your bank account to invest in the stock market, don't. Invest what you have, what you can afford, just get it in. And then when you get your paycheck in a week or whatever, then put that in too. Mm. But at least get the account set up instead of waiting. Yeah. And you could create an account with Betterman. You could put, I think you, the minimum you could put in is like $10. Or a hundred dollars, whatever. Like yeah, just, you know, just what I, I don't know. Some even if it's even, but here's the thing: you can, uh, you can. A hundred dollars is worth starting. You can open up a share builder account and just put ten dollars into the cash reserve. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to buy anything, but at least get the account set up. You know, and I know that's like probably not the best, but you know, maybe because something it's you're yeah. getting started. Look, you got to link it to your checking account or whatever, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then, you know, when you're ready, pulling the start. trigger is seconds away. Stop yeah. researching and just pick one and do it. Same goes for a small business. I mean, we talk about the podcast, but there's quite a lot of people who are interested in doing a side hustle. Well, you know, you're interested, so why aren't you doing it? Well, what, what, like, I don't know. 
Are you? Do you go home at night and you just watch eight hours of like Bachelor Paradise Island? Wait, are you Maybe talking to me? Said, uh, yeah, I, I know you do. Yeah, love that show. <laughs> I, I actually watched it last night. Is Very that really good. a show? Uh, it's it's like Bachelor something, and they're in Mexico or something like that. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Uh, but uh. All right. Anyways, uh, the thing is, like, did you just cut some of that out? Cut one right, we just went on a crazy rant yelling at people. You feel good? Yeah, dude. My face is like red. I'm sweating. That's how I know it was good. Okay. Uh, if you guys have questions or uh, recommendations that you want us to give you to get to help you get started, mm. don't email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com and just get started. No, but you can email us at listenmoneymatters at gmail.com and we will answer your questions. We'll help you out. We'll walk you through it. Um, and, and you know what? Because uh, yeah. I, I want to go back. So I, we got a bunch of emails for people who, th- you know, were telling us what their success means. And I'm going to do something cool with it. Now what I need to know is what is preventing you from actually taking action? Like what? what is your enemy of good? Actually, I don't want to do that. And, and I want to. I don't want to do that. To- I'll tell you why. Because that sending that email is Dude, something you're that you're doing the besides. Point. The whole point is that you would then. Google plus it to Matt. That's what I really need you to do. Write like uh, two, three paragraphs. Google plus it to Matt. I hate your face. <laughs> Leave a review, a review on iTunes or Stitcher, if you don't mm-hmm. mind. If you like the show, of course. Really appreciate it. And if you do, send us an email and let us know that you did so that we know who to – because sometimes the names on those accounts are – different from who you are like for instance my name is Novsky's on itunes and i don't use that name anywhere else <laughs> also uh, also we have this awesome book mastering mint that we'll give to you for free uh quite a lot of people pay 14 dollars for it but it, we'll give it to you for free if you leave us a review yeah, that's it just let us know just who- send me an email yeah let, let me know send, send me the name yeah your username because then we'll, we'll read it on the air and mm-hmm. whatever so and speaking of reading on the air this one is a five-star review titled great show and check out this username will twerk for cash yeah yeah buddy. so uh do you, you live near new york i have some cash and I want you to twerk. <laughs> I've enjoyed every episode, and thanks to them, I am now richer. Not financially, but richer with knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, knowledge is power, mm. and with power comes great responsibility, and with great responsibility comes wealth. Mm. I don't think that works in the lineage of things, but it sounded good. I was going to say, if there's great responsibility, you're probably married. There you go. I don't know what that means. No, I, I don't know either. Uh, visit, yeah, visit our website, listenmoneymatters.com, and check out our videos page. Uh, there's a video on there I need you to watch. Help us win $1,000 so we can get more videos made. It's listenmoneymatters.com slash videos. And uh, that's good. So is that it, Andrew? You got anything you want to add at the very end of everything that we do? Um, no, one I, last word. Nah, dude, it's, it's only good if I can interrupt you. All right. Thanks again yep. for hanging out with us, and we look forward to the next episode. So later, Andrew. Later. Later.